0: Hey guys, Wes from Fanboy Fight Club, bringing you another Fanboy Fight Club classic episode. This week, episode 11 deals with San Diego Comic-Con 2016 in review. It's another time capsule episode, so we're going to be talking about stuff that isn't old news. It's already released. Um, This is all about the news that was dropped in 2016 and our thoughts on it. So I hope you enjoy.
1: I've never watched it all the way through, but I know it's a long fucking movie. I'm 82 years old and I have to go to bed at 10...
2: Fuck you <laughs> <laughs> rip a finger off and shove it up my ass. You always talk about the fanboy fight club. Hello, fanboys and girls. Welcome to another exciting edition of the fanboy fight club podcast tonight is a special edition of our show uh, San Diego comic-con recap show
3: yay mm.
4: Woo-hoo.
2: <laughs> lots of new news came out of uh, San Diego this weekend so uh, what kind of fanboy podcast would we be if we didn't talk about it so boy. if this is your first yeah right right so if this is our first if this is your first time joining us this is not our first podcast but it's our first time joining you yeah <laughs> You may find that hard to believe by the time we get through this, but uh, let me just give a quick introduction. My name is Jason. I'm joined in each and every week by our angry man bun Jake, who's rocking that weird mask, and I'm really surprised he's not dressed up as the Rocketeer today. We're yeah. also joined by <laughs> We're also joined by our hero with a half chub, the black Donatello Jamar. Yeah. <laughs> <That> racist. <laughs> <laughs> and of course we have our ringleader the dick circus Michael who uh, grew his facial hair out so he could cosplay his arrow but he really just managed to pull off looking like a maniacal villain that will tie you to some train tracks <laughs> and of course we have Wes now Thank Wes you. he cosplays oh, as his own made up superhero so he may look mild mannered but he is in fact the <laughs> ultimate barista every time <laughs> I thought I'd trick you. I thought part. you were going to go with
3: like Teenage Mutant Ultimate Barista or something for a minute there. That would have been good. Whoa.
0: <laughs> Don't give him any ideas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with Comic-Con uh, this week, there's plenty of trailers that came out. Uh, so I'm sure Jake has uh, a few things to say about them. So throw, throw a tire on the fire. Ignore that sound in the background. Uh, <laughs> find a bottle for your uh, for your spit. And uh, enjoy Jake's trailer trash. Come
0: on down to Jake's trailer trash.
1: <laughs> hey, all right. So there was a shitload of stuff this week, but I'm going to concentrate on one just because I have so much like disdain for this thing. Um, it's going to be the King Arthur movie that's coming out. That I know a lot of you said you even skipped the trailer because like there was they kind of snuck it out. I think I think Wonder Woman trailer came out. And then Justice League came out, and then this one came out, and then something else big came out, probably Doctor Strange. So this one got, like, kind of lost in their distance, Um, or it might have been the Kong one that came out right after, because I was super excited about that one. But, so, the King Arthur movie, like, holy shit, I lost a whole bunch of respect for Guy Ritchie. Like, I like the dude. He makes some great movies. I love the two Sherlock movies. I love Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. All those movies are great. And then he gives me this trailer to a property that I really, really, really enjoy, which is King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if you guys said you didn't watch the trailer, but first, the first thing that really like pissed me off is it, it's Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy, and that doesn't really bother me in and of itself. But but like, I need to show you guys this right here. He is fucking Macklemore in this movie. He's got a Pidgeotto fucking haircut, like a hipster faggot, and he's yeah. rocking a fur coat, a Bane jacket. He's Pidgeotto wearing a Bane jacket for part of this movie. It's set in I mean, medieval times. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, it shows him earlier pulling out the sword as a grown-ass man. And you're like, okay, depending on which one you read, yeah, like, there's a little, there's a couple different versions. But generally, it's, it's at least a younger man, not like a 32-year-old dude. Like, with a sh- fucking beard pulling this out of the sword, the sword out. Stone, he he went know, like, to Goodwill and bought Launchpad McQuack's jacket. Don't hate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but, like, what is that doing? Like, so he went to the future into a Goodwill, <laughs> bought a retro jacket, then went back into the past. Oh, no, they so a it's pre retro futurism going on. But it's just so bad. And it, it has that shitty, like, desaturated color that I was all over fucking Man of Steel for because it looked like crap and just makes it like why not show actual colors like we get that oh it's gotta be dark and dreary like you know how unsettling it is I to mean, have it is a England. dark and dreary m- movie with like bright colors like it makes it, it totally changes the experience it makes it better most of the time it makes it more effective when shit happens rather than people just checking out due to the fucking like sepia tone of the whole shit Like, oh, let's just shoot everything with a fucking blue filter. Yeah, that'll work. And then fucking Jude Law is in this movie. Like, where the fuck has he been for the last, like, six years? (laughs) Oh, yeah, he was fucking Um... the nanny. That's right. But, like, I guess after he got uh, divorced, he needed the money. So now he's the bad guy in this fucking movie. And he looks like Jon Snow with a shittier haircut. Like, he's got black fur all over him and shit, and it's just like, oh my god. Like, this just looks like a disaster over and over again. Uh, like, and, of course, Charlie Hunnam talks like he's Jax still. You know, like, and he <laughs> walks like he's still Jax from Sons of Anarchy. So he's got that, like, biker, like, swag thing going on, which is r- somewhat ridiculous in and of itself. It's just, I don't know. I, I don't have much hope for this thing. It's just gonna be bad. Um, so okay. I, I give this. I give this three quarters of a water bottle full of chew spit. All right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's like the most awful thing that I can think of. All right. First <laughs> Were
3: you there that time that that Dylan
1: drank the uh, chew spit out of that that pop can? Oh god. I, yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, so, so let's go back to, to the intros, Jason. Do, do you not know what this is from? If he doesn't, I'm super mad.
2: On my screen, I have a hard time seeing it, so let me click on it and make it bigger and then I can actually tell you. God, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, it is... Grandpa needs oh, his
1: bifocals.
2: Oh, it's, is it from uh, Alice in Wonderland? Something like oh. that? Oh.
1: No, uh, where is it from? It's Bioshock, dude.
2: Oh, is it from... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's one of the masks from Bioshock. All right. Gotcha. Sorry. Well, hard, to be it was, fair, I don't play BioShock in, like, has some, no some And like No excuse. It has Wonderland characteristics to it. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> at, fr- at first when I saw I thought it was like the Donnie Darko mask broken, but <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll give you that one because of the shape of the ear
2: and yeah, like how, like, yeah. yet,
1: like Frank has very narrow
2: ears, but, is it, but that's but dark, isn't that dark also gray, gray, like
3: super so... dark gray and furry.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah, the mask, is. the mask doesn't have fur on the, it. The mask is oh. the rest of this pottery mask. All right, well, anyway, thanks, Jake. I appreciate that. That was Jake's Trailer Trash brought to us by BasementSwillBrewing.com, brewed basement fresh and direct to you.
3: Can we discuss (laughs) Wes has ascots now?
4: Mmm,
0: that
2: beer tastes (laughs) so good.
0: I I graduated with honors. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: see, honors in bullshit, sarcasm, and policing! Oh,
0: wow, that's <laughs> uh, impressive. Honors in computers and being smart, fuck you. Honors in being an angry asshole and being the worst of the group, fuck you. And honors of being class clown, boom.
1: <laughs> but you weren't funny, so you're, you're the, the yellow one gets taken away. <laughs> but he was right with the yellow,
4: moon. gold, orange. <laughs> it does look gold. <laughs> it does look gold
1: on the screen. I love gold. Uh, <laughs> I even said it didn't look orange
3: earlier, but yeah, it still doesn't look orange. Like even when it's like far back, it still looks bright ass yellow.
2: And honestly, Jamar's looks more like a turtle's mask. The one you're wearing it just kind of looks like a just a blue. Well, wow! wow. Oh, shit on, I'm on it. And see it. I'm just 3D, gonna take it so. It's okay. I, I'm just I'm just kidding. It looked great. It was awesome. Take it <laughs> off. It looks way better than what Mike's wearing. So.
3: Fuck you. <laughs> At least I'm not old and couldn't see the screen.
2: <sighs> I didn't see the screen. I just... Like it says, so you're like, oh, he's what what
0: got thought. a Donnie Darko mask.
2: So, um... San Diego Comic-Con. <laughs> What's the podcast about today? <laughs> yeah, now it's time for the main event. <laughs> After all that. Um, so, San Diego Comic-Con is always a huge event. Uh, there's lots of announcements. and uh, So, let's just get right to it. I'm just going to kind of maybe throw a curveball in. So... I mean, is this kind of one of the bigger cons? Like, I, I know there's also New York and Chicago and stuff like that, but like it seemed like there was a lot of hype surrounding San Diego this time. Is it just because this is one of the bigger ones, or is there just it, it, tend it, to always be a it lot of? A the biggest it one. Is, the one. is the biggest one. one. It is the one. Biggest, it is okay? one. Yeah. So why San Diego, not a place like New York, where most comics even take place? Because that's San Hollywood, Diego.
3: and that's where they all go to like make their movies, so they can announce them. Well,
2: that's San Diego not Hollywood. Was the first well I mean, Hollywood's one. in
3: California,
1: so it's like. No, Close. San Diego was just the first one to dump a shitload of money in and get big names to go to it. it yeah, they,
0: they almost took it out of San Diego, but
1: yeah. San Diego gave more money. And then I th- I think also, I want to say, like, what started conventions, period, um, like this, was Star Trek. And I think a like, bunch uh, of the big Star Trek ones took place in San Diego, so they have kind of a bigger history, you know, going back to the 60s and 70s of, like, Star Trek conventions and being very friendly to weirdos and nerds and geeks that want to dress up in weird shit um yeah it's, they it's can easily city. accommodate yeah it's a great yeah. city too like i mean i i would much rather even if i didn't live closer to san diego i'd much rather have it in san diego than
2: new york just due to this it's
1: actually in new york city though well yeah but still fuck it
2: <laughs> okay. well that's a history lesson for me i didn't know that's why i would ask so we'll start off with the questions we'll start with the west so what was the most shocking announcement from this year in san diego
0: uh, I thought there were two really shocking announcements. Uh, the first one was Warner Brothers coming out of fucking nowhere with a Justice League trailer, and the Justice League trailer actually being decent, because uh, I expected that to be a, a hunk of dog shit. Keyword. <laughs> um, it wasn't great. It wasn't amazing, but it was it was decent. Like it it wasn't bad. It, I'm actually kind of excited to see it. I thought Aquaman looked awesome. Uh, Cyborg, I mean, I know you didn't like him, Jake, because he's a little clunky, but I thought he looked fine for what he is, and and that was really shocking to me that they are going to release that cause I had no idea they were. Um, the second was a film I've been following for a long time called The Woods. Uh, that's directed by a guy who's made You're Next, which I love, and also The Guest, which is another great film, if you guys haven't seen it. He's been making this movie called The Woods, and early reviews and buzzes saying that this thing is absolutely incredible. It's a phenomenal horror movie, and then out of nowhere at San Diego Comic-Con, they threw a curveball and announced it was a Blair Witch sequel. And I've never been a huge Blair Witch Project fan. I actually... They, the film's... Uh, they're whatever. But this film looks awesome. So I'm really excited for that. But it was really surprising that they just announced it, a random sequel that I had no idea they were making. Like, it was like Cloverfield. The Cloverfield moment. All
2: right, cool. What wow, about you,
1: Jake? Um, honestly, I, I think the most surprising thing uh, was probably... And I know this isn't just because I'm a Marvel fanboy or anything, but the fact that they announced Captain Marvel and who was going to play her, I mean, that is huge. Like, that, like we knew they were going to make that movie, but for them to go with Brie Larson and to not have it leak at all until she walked out on stage. And the way they did it was pretty cool, too. I don't know if you guys have found the videos or not, or even cared. But they were like, oh, let's take a big family Marvel family photo. So they had literally the entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 out there. They had the entire cast of um, uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. up there, I believe, and a bunch of other people that uh, I'm blanking on right now. Uh, the Black Panther movie cast, that's who it was. Uh, and then they're like, oh, Yay! And then uh, Tom Holland, yeah. And Tom Holland was up there, yeah. And Marissa Tomei and stuff. And they're like, yeah. And then, like, oh, wait, we're missing somebody. They're like, would you like to welcome, like, Captain Marvel? And, like, fucking Brie Larson walks out. And you're like, holy shit. Like, just the moment they did that and, like, the way they did it. The only way it would have been cooler is if she was wearing the fucking costume. Like, that, I think I would have lost my mind, like, as a nerd, if that happened. But it didn't. But, like, just the fact that they. Decided who it was, makes it real, and makes me very, very happy. Um, The other big surprise also from Marvel is finding out, I won't say who in case anybody cares about spoilers, but announcing who Kurt Russell is playing and how he is actually, this part's not a spoiler because everyone already knows that Kurt Russell is playing Star-Lord's dad. Um, So and how that all works out, they had a huge video and it was part of the clip they showed, which I'm waiting to end up online. And it was part of the trailer and everything. And then they had his costume there. So, like, the way that'll work and how it fits into the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe, I it was awesome for me. I would say those two were my favorite. The biggest surprises that I didn't expect. You know, I expected trailer, a new trailer for Harley Guardians and Doctor Strange and stuff. But I didn't expect those two things. And also, like Wes said, the uh, mockumentary that I heard about was fucking the what hap, what thor does during the events of civil war uh for those of you that who, who don't know um, uh. the director of the next thor movie is a relatively unknown director but he did a movie called what we do in the shadows and i would say his name yeah. i would say his name but like i will butcher it so like just look up what we do <coughs> in the shadows and go to the director and He has this style of documentary that he does and it's like totally joking and I guess it was a huge hit because it was so funny and it was you know Thor going around living with somebody just hanging out and then getting mad that he never got called from anybody and like the way he addresses everybody and it's total like back to the first Thor movie where you know he slams the cup on the ground and he's like I'll have another you know just not accustomed to the world kind of shit Um, and they said that that would be how they explained him being out of commission, so to say, on Marvel's, or on the Civil War movie, and leading into Thor Ragnarok, which is going to be fucking
4: fantastic. Alright.
2: Jamar, go ahead.
4: Ah, sorry, I had to take that off. It was, like, pinching my brain. Um... (laughs) Well, I guess what we, we discussed it being the most shocking, I kind of was like, well, everything's kind of shocking to me just because I didn't expect any of this. But I don't really follow, um, like, you know, theater or not movie or movie productions and TV shows and all that. I don't get into that as often. I just like to see the end result. But for me, this comes out of left field because I wouldn't expect this to be something that would be at San Diego Comic-Con. But uh, fucking Kojima comes in. And I feel like at this point, he's just trolling everyone he possibly can. But he shows off a trailer for, is a teaser trailer explaining the logo for Kojima Productions now. So, like, the logo that they've been showing, everyone kind of thought, hey, is this going to be, like, the character? And then they show Dev Stranding. And you're like, is he going to wear this, like, magical submarine spaceman suit? And then they just show up and they're like, hey, here goes a trailer to show off how we created our logo. <clears throat> And then they just back out. So to me that was like the biggest surprise. I would have thought something like that would be at like PSX or like Gamescom or something like that. But he's just like, fuck it, I'll show up to San Diego Comic Con. So and aren't they aren't they making a movie
1: based on the logo? Or a game based on the logo, it was one of them. Like they're putting oh, something
4: I think big it, out of it. It's like a I guess I don't want to say documentary, but something like that. Not a full fledged movie oh, okay. but just about that. But it has nothing to do with this game at all. It's just there. So, only he would make a teaser trailer for a potential movie of his logo. Which is funny. That is shocking. That's funny. But, yeah. Everything else, I just kind of expected to be there. I don't know. So, that's the only thing that's shocking to me.
2: Alright, how about you, Mike?
3: Well, I have two. The first one, which, fuck you, Wes, is Justice League. Because it was not decent, it was amazing, and... I ex- I just assumed they would do what they do every year and they'd show like a little like 2 second teaser and you'd have to like wait for some shitty bootleg from like the far side of the the hall of someone like with their phone sneaking out and uh, no they just fucking whipped their dick out and said take it marvel and released the probably best trailer they've had ever
0: well I mean come that that's Zack Snyder every single movie he makes which is well, usually not very good. Has amazing trailers.
1: Let, let, <laughs> let's. let's talk he's about not really. Minute, though, Justice League was not the best trailer they've ever released. The fucking Wonder Woman trailer was the best trailer they've ever released.
4: Oh. <laughs> I mean, I I really liked the Wonder Woman. Uh, don't get me wrong, I really really liked it, but I don't know. Seeing all I, the I, characters, yeah. they, man. The, no, just, I
0: like Justice League more than the... one One Woman, like I said, doesn't do anything for me, so I like the Justice League trailer better.
4: But the Justice League well, I
0: mean, trailer is... Why
1: she doesn't do anything for you? The Justice League trailer is just Tony Stark going around talking to people. And yes, I said Tony the Stark on purpose, because he's very I'm, Tony Stark. You, he has a fucking metal suit, he's cocky as shit, and he's a rich dude. He only really had a metal suit for
3: one time. One I know, time. I'm, I'm was giving
1: for... you shit. I'm giving you shit, Mike. But really, <laughs> like, he didn't act like Bruce Wayne to me in any of those, like, meetings or, like... And, like, the way he was talking and everything, it, it didn't seem like Bruce Wayne. It seemed like... because oh, he wasn't
0: the angry, Coney broody Stark.
1: Bruce Wayne from Batman v. Superman? in hey, Barry Allen. I
0: need the, Yeah, the best thing about the trailer, actually, is when he's meeting Barry Allen, yeah. in the background, he was watching Rick and Morty. Right? That so, is the best part of that <laughs> trailer. <best>. Go ahead, <laughs> Mike. I'm sorry. Uh,
3: but anyway, that was amazing. The Flash, uh, I, I, I went from having, like, no faith in this movie to the Flash, I'm like, I, I borderline, depending on how well he does in the movie, will like him better than Grant. And oh. that, that's going to be mostly probably because of the writing, because CW doesn't like to do anything but make people have love triangles and be dramatic instead of, you know, being fun anymore. Yep.
1: Oh, yeah. um, I, I like I do like how you're basing this on one line. Granted, it was a great line. Well, I mean, I that think... entire scene... Yeah,
3: That was a, he's a great now, actor. That's just
1: the best part of the,
3: the trailer... I mean oh, even like no. the animation
4: though, like of him moving and showing the lightning looks better than like the C D or like C W, cool. but obviously so but uh, they uh, have a much bigger like, budget. It's just the idea, like I mean still it, it isn't really much, much different. It's just the I way mean, it kinda The only thing like, I have about it is the fact that the lightning's blue
3: instead of like yellow or red. But I movie. think they're going more
1: for, like, it looks like the speed force rather than him. Yeah, which I, I understand, but it,
0: I don't know. But Ezra's anyway. on a whole nother level, so, I mean, Grant's good, don't get me wrong, but Ezra, I think Ezra will blow him out of the water. Oh, yeah,
3: and and the Flash costume in this movie looks so much better. Like, if you look at the, like, image they have of all six of them standing there, and his is, like, bright fucking red, where Grant's got this, like, dingy red costume still, and it just, it's like... It, doesn't even compare.
0: So you don't um, have the same feelings you do for that costume as you do the Power Rangers costumes. It's the same fucking thing.
3: It's not right? Yeah, no, it, it's it's kind of the same. I'm going. It's to not. It's, it's his. Well. It's yeah, more form fitting. It's not a fucking bulky ass Transformer
0: costume. It's still an Iron Man suit.
3: It's not though, because it's broken up into pieces. It's like the How, Dark Knight uh, Rises uh, well, costume.
0: This shit looks like metal. How's that shit not gonna burn off of him or can, like be so, hot? What,
3: what is he jet fuel? Oh, he's running yeah.
0: really fast. Come let, on. Let, let's let's talk about the mo- like what I was
1: most excited to see for- in a Justice League trailer that was barely in the Justice League trailer. And fucking Aquaman. Like he didn't do shit and he was still the best part of that trailer.
4: Like, he <laughs> he's stood a badass, there. Man.
1: He stood there and just fucking like put Bru- uh put Bruce ba- uh uh Bruce Banner. Bruce Wayne, Bruce Banner? yeah. Bruce the, wayne. Is in the
3: justice league man yeah, right? no <laughs> wonder he was
1: in civil war no like he just puts you know bruce wayne up against the wall and he just st- and like the contacts he's wearing dude those are fucking nuts and like the wall, like i wanted to see him pull out a fucking trident or like have the the a better view of the him in the costume and sh- stuff i know they released the poster a while ago but like that that was what i was waiting for and then he's just kind of staring
0: the whole yeah, thing. And he he looked like Rob Zombie as Aquaman, and <laughs> I didn't expect anything from it. And I'm totally okay with it. Fucking that, blew, me, a, blew yeah. me away. James Wan is going to make an a fucking incredible Aquaman movie. I can't wait. Well, he said
1: that. he said he's going to add horror elements into the Aquaman movie. So I'm waiting for like twenty thousand leagues under the sea style. Like what the fuck oh, is yeah. going on? Like it's going to be awesome.
0: All right, Mike,
3: you're second. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I, I'll finally get to that. Um, the second one wasn't so much an announcement, but just the fact that one of the Killing Joke writers had the nerve to call a fan <laughs> a pussy because he shouted out bad things about the Killing Joke after they, like, let everybody watch it.
1: Well, let, let's yeah. let's clarify a little bit. It wasn't a fan yeah. that he called a pussy. I mean, oh, yeah, I might everybody. be a fan, but oh, it, no, was, it, was from, it was a writer who was in the room that responded to his answer to a question from a fan. So, like, not throwing, like, stones or trying to, you know, get anyone on our case, but not that anybody, you know, important watches. But just to clarify, it was was a writer who yelled (laughs) out something, and he's like, you want to say that to my face, pussy, or something like that? And you're like, wow, someone went full alpha male on that shit for no fucking reason.
2: And if you want to hear was what possible. we thought about the Killing Joke, check out our fanboy fight, our fanboy Fight Club reacts on YouTube. Remember, <laughs> I <laughs> A Good one there. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that was just hilarious reading about that. Yeah. All right. So, uh, sticking with Mike, like, uh, so. Is that kind of like the Justice League? Is that probably what you're most excited about? Uh, was there anything else that was really exciting to you, or anything that you just kind of were like, "eh, not really a big deal"? Like anything that kind of disappointed? Um,
3: I mean, disappointments. I like none of the trailers really sucked per se, um, except for King Arthur. I didn't watch that
2: though, so I couldn't. I it. I need I mean, I mean, you. be anything? You mean like <laughs> that that over, Suicide kind of Squad conference. trailer sucked? Come yeah, on, the
0: Suicide was bigger,
1: Squad maybe. trailer. Was
2: yeah, it. Actually, it wasn't
3: awful. It could have been worse. I'll talk, could have been
1: I'll talk about one other trailer when it comes back around to me about that wasn't that great.
0: Same that um, Con- The Suicide Squad was so haphazard and thrown together, and they brought Queen back, and I was like,
4: "Come on, man!" But they like say that that was, like, an official trailer? Because, like, everything I said, it said, like, remix or yeah, something. The like
1: official remix trailer. And then, like, uh, I, I think they just saw that, like, last weekend, Trump used Queen went and walked out, and they're like, oh, hey, guys, we should use Queen again.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a good influence. It doesn't <laughs> uh,
1: fit.
4: Also, be, yeah. there's Rick Ross in the trailer as well. Like, he has a song, which is, like, I, how? I don't know. That's... It's random. And Skrillex. I yeah, feel
1: like this Rick should, like... Ross...
4: Relics, what?
1: I don't know. Like, Sweet. I know it's not like a official job title or something, but like, they should just hire somebody better to make all the like, put music, licensed music into trailers because like the last six months have all sucked. Like, there's been barely maybe a handful of licensed songs that fit with the trailer they're in. Like, we've... so you
3: mean the person who did the Justice League trailer should probably be hired to do the rest of DC's trailers?
1: See, I'm going. I, mean... I, I have to disagree on how well that fit in. Oh, did that fit perfect? Yeah, I think it was good, but it it, they're, it wasn't
2: great.
0: I think just have Zack Snyder do all trailers. Watchmen trailer, 300 trailer, they're all so good.
2: This Batman vs. Superman trailer was pretty bad, though.
0: The, the first, first one they showed in Comic-Con wasn't too bad. Yeah, the first
2: one was good, and then he let
1: Doomsday out, and then everybody was like, And then it was
0: like... Wah. Of course. But
1: the first one well, was
2: definitely that... hype. I'll kind of open up to any of you guys. Was there anything that you saw that was just kind of, eh, that you didn't really care about or?
1: So I'll, I'll jump in. I know there's been this huge resurgence of nineties era properties coming back. Uh-huh. And Nickelodeon is getting in on this. Like they announced a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they announced a couple weeks ago they're doing a Hey Arnold movie, like a full animated movie, which is cool. Like I was never a huge fan of the show, but it's cool that they're going back and bringing back some of these characters that we like. Um, it was. I'm not saying it was a bad show by any means. It wasn't in my wheelhouse at the time. But one of the shows I really, really liked, and I almost wore the shirt tonight, but I didn't want to get too into it. Was Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like they're bringing oh, oh, it back. God. But they're not bringing it back as a game show. They're bringing it back as a terrible. I want to. I think it's a series, like the way that the trailer was. I'm not hundred percent sure on it, but I think it's gonna be a, like a mini series at least of just this adventure movie, like a little kid, like the adventures of young Indiana Jones, but not even as good as those, and those weren't great. And just like there's something about it that just screams bad. And I know it's Nickelodeon, and they're trying to make like a daytime or like a made-for-TV movie-ish quality. But if you look at, like, stuff from the 90s, there were so many good quality made-for-TV movies that came out in the 90s. Like, Disney killed it at that point in time. And Nickelodeon had a few good ones out, too. But, like, if you look back, there's so many good properties to pull from. And when you pull that one and you don't make it just a game show anymore, you make it something else. Um, And I do have to throw out a personal gripe that they used a fucking capuchin as the green monkey... And they just painted it green. Like, it's literally like... Oh my God, a green straight quality. up. <laughs> but <laughs> like, my problem
0: is... Zoo knowledge.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. But my problem is, it's... Not that it's a capuchin, but like... The animals themselves were never that color. Like, on the shirts, you know? Like, it's a gold animal with like green around it. So I much rather would have seen like... Gold capuchins or something running around. Um, I'm sure I could sit there and, and get mad at the fact that like capuchins aren't really from that area and stuff but i won't get into that but like i just i don't know the kids wearing like a green monkey shirt too and it's just a little bit too on the nose for them to see like a green monkey unless you're unless you're going through like fucking purple parrots and all that shit in there too then it's just weird blue, yeah, blue barracudas yeah
4: the <laughs> silver they should just
2: bring back they should just bring back gut, guts and call it away
4: well, and so head. like
2: to 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 because sure. it,
4: it was it was a huge disappointment because it was like, oh, this is something cool. I bring it back for nineties. But I don't understand who this is for because like it's exactly made for kids. But like no kid would actually know about this show. So it's just I don't know, it yeah, seems but, like they completely and, missed the audience.
1: And yeah, yeah, so they have like throwbacks to the, the show. <laughs> like they're trying to put the, the idol together and it's all messed up and they're like, Oh, and it makes like a punchline that I almost laughed at if it wasn't so cringeworthy, but, like, that joke was aimed at me, and I didn't laugh, and I know younger kids aren't going to get it, so it's just no. this weird... You you hit it on the nose, Jamar. There's, like, no audience for this. I'm, I I get I that they might be trying to bring back the game show, and they wanted to test the waters, but that's not how you do it.
0: I mean, let's not be around the bush. I'm totally gonna watch it. It looks terrible, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna watch it, because, you know... That was supposed to be the demographic for it, and they dropped the ball on it. But did you guys um, have you? Did you read about the other movie that they're going to make called the, uh, like Nicktoons or something?
1: Yeah, you the know? the shared universe movie they're making. Yeah. That. Yeah, yeah.
0: Jamar and I are going to in theaters. When we're going to cry, but it's like Rugrats right. and and all those movies all in one. It's like a big yeah. shared oh, universe God. movie. I didn't all see real those. monsters
1: is gonna be in there yeah, that, that like was that. the one that surprised me the one that when they threw that in there because they released the poster for it and you're like okay yeah rugrats I get it hey Arnold cool blah, blah blah and then you see like crumb and you know Ickis and oblina and you're like holy crap they're actually putting Dude. those in like those don't fit in it with the other ones like at all like those <laughs> are totally like a different tone and then there's like My one I'm I don't remember their else, fucking too. names Oh dude, I love that I'm, show. I'm fucking gonna cry now
4: just like, thinking about how awesome that. <laughs> I never <laughs> even heard of the show. <laughs> so oh small.
3: man, dude, I used to have the toys and they were like, at that time. They were all fucked up and like Crumb had like hairy armpits and shit.
4: Yeah, yeah. I have I have pajama pants that have the three of them all over them. Since we're since we're talking about Nickelodeon, I kind of shared this in the group, but I guess I was the only one that was excited. Well, Kristen came home and she saw it, and she was excited, so we uh, subscribed to the Nick Box. And I, it's purely, purely monetary for them to just you know pull on my heartstrings as a '90s kid. But the first box is each box. There's gonna be four ones, and they're gonna do like each quarter. And the first one is based off of Nicktoons, and the next one's gonna be um, like the '90s, like live action shows. And then there's gonna be a Peril box, and then a mystery box at the end. It's fifty bucks uh, every for, for each box. Every, yeah, for each box. So every quarter, oh, hundred dollars worth of stuff inside. Um, but at first, I was like, I want this, obviously. But um, my girlfriend came home, Kristen, and she was like, yes, we have to order this. So I was like, all right, so we got it. Um, that's that's cool. I, I just want them to keep doing that shit, and I'll just keep opening my wallet more and more. Uh, but I do have to go on to something else about my childhood that I wasn't happy about, which would be my worst kind of announcement outside of the Legends of Hidden Temple. And the fucking... Uh, Power Ranger helmets—they're so, ugly. they're, yeah, so, they're so bad. Ugly. They're so ugly. They—it went from Power Rangers being like this cool, like I don't know, ninja group or whatever to like it getting even worse and worse and worse, and then like now they're just like alien, like they're alien they're helmets. Aliens got fucked by Iron Man. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. I know I mean, I, wanna...
3: I, I can see. I can see Tony doing that, like putting, right, him, yeah. putting his dick in an alien, and then all of a sudden the Power
1: Rangers come out. I mean, you put you put Tony in a in a spaceship and he's Captain Kirk. Like, I mean, there
0: you go. Look, I don't mind them. <laughs> I don't. I don't like like the close up detail. Oh. Like, if they were
4: smoother, I'd be okay with them. But I don't. Oh, yeah. like, I'm sure these are like prototypes because right now they look like mm-hmm. like
1: bike. Robots. No, those are the ones they're filming with. Those aren't pro- oh, like, like, They the- have begun filming in those.
4: Oh yeah, they've
3: been they've been filming for a decent amount of time. There's there's no going back Dude, at this Jamal, point.
1: Like, did you not see the Rita Repulsa like? costume yeah yet. i see that. I yeah, was just like see the like oh, fucking like
3: memes where they took pictures of her on set and were like that ass though
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't understand how people can expect the same shit from the 90s and them today it just won't because work. that was the point of it it would be it's so, so cool. silly if you looked otherwise, at otherwise like, they should just done it with the current well, power rangers which is more like the this he looks terrible this is my problem yeah, is the point of it yeah put them in so that's, terrible let's release this terrible shit and then it's gonna make fucking two million dollars
3: but here's, it's, here's it's not the problem. Point point it. It. Like, Power Rangers it's, is supposed to be that super campy stuff. That re, it was, like, basically them making fun of, like, the Japanese like, again, style think... of and stuff. And this is just, like, hey, how can we make this, like, a Marvel movie? Let's put them all in Iron Man suits.
0: So, but, Power I Rangers again, to you, they're... was America making fun of Japanese?
1: I mean, it kind of was. <laughs> no. It <wasn't. laughs> sorry, it really wasn't that. Because it was a oh, Japanese yeah. company, so it wasn't, but... <laughs> right. so. Like, it, it, I, I again, I think they're missing the demographic. I think they're trying to go after these new, like, a new era of, like, hardcore fans while harkening back. Because they've gone through so many different iterations. I think the, they made a movie in Japan that was all of the Power Rangers together, and there was, like, 400 of them on screen at once. Which, like, look up the photos, it's pretty damn impressive. And I didn't even know, like, half of them existed. And fuck, I didn't even know more than, like, 10 of them existed. And it like so I think they're just missing their demographic they're trying to bring it over here make it a, a big franchise movie like they did with Transformers like that's what they're going for but
3: your Transformers looking close
1: to the original yeah exactly you're, you're pissing off half of your fans because of the suits and like the way you made Rita repulse that's not how we remember her and then you're going I mean, to go and piss off the younger audience because it's not the ones they know of you know it's going you're not going I, with I feel the like it's more than half here. though.
2: Oh, because
3: yeah. let's, let's face see. it, in this group right now, minus Jason because he's old, um, three out of four fanboys think those costumes look like shit.
1: I just don't like the. I like, thought the Power Rangers costumes kind of look like shit, but that's uh, just... oh, but it, it's dogs. a different shit now. Like it, it's a yeah. It was it was just like low budget shit. Now it's just like yeah. And garbage. that was that was exactly yeah. what it was. It was low budget because. Anytime from the old show, anytime they were shown in their costumes, like as Power Rangers, it was actually straight up footage from a Japanese show. The only thing they changed were when they were outside of it. Outside of those, they used American kids, and then those oh, American hey, kids uh, dubbed over the Japanese like action stuff. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and the, the and the best ranger, the blue one, wanted to kill himself because everyone was addicted to him one set because he's gay. Come on. That was the 90s.
1: <laughs> wow, so it was okay back I'm
4: then? Suffering. So no, are not, you saying I'm you not, want to bring the
1: homophobia like into the new movie? Not, is that what you're asking for? I can't, for? You can't like <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> you can't like like let's show. make the blue ranger gay and everybody hate him.
4: You can't fault the show for that though. You can't fault it. I mean, I was, like, just, I was just I was just bringing I it up. But no, like it, it just that's really what it is. It's like they went from being like costumes that like sweet i would like to dress up as a power ranger now it's like that shook looks crazy and scary to even be in that suit so it just it i don't know it I, I don't know i'm just being the salty fanboy who's like get off my lawn these are my mighty Morphin power rangers but it just it me the wrong way that's all i'll Thank still you. watch it i'm still gonna my money I, I,
1: i'm gonna just go, go oh, i'm bullshit. gonna go see it i'll go see the movie and then probably like have to debate when I get home with like washing my eyes out with bleach or watching the original Power Rangers movie again with Ivan Ooze. (laughs) I feel like either option is a (laughs) bad Uh, choice.
0: See that
1: movie holds up. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no way that can hold up. It does. It totally does. (laughs) And like the best Uh ways. It's awful but hilarious. Ivan Ooze.
2: (laughs) Wes, did you have anything else that was kinda like eh from the
0: Yeah. So is this the best and worst announcements though?
2: Yeah, I guess, because, yeah, I, guess, cause, this is I mean, yeah, what were you most excited about?
0: Um, I thought the best was the Kong trailer, hands down, because I did not expect it to be so good. Like, I've been excited for it since they announced it, and it went on it, the cast, and kind of were talking about it, but there's so much in that film that I think we're not seeing. Uh, like, what kind of creatures are on that island, just based on the history of King Kong, that I, I'm so excited for that movie, and the trailer blew me away. That can't so it stayed up.
2: Oh, I, I like Jake's know. Jake's description in our group chat about the ape. I, I, I thought that was pretty good—a a nasty, angry, like just mean, pissed off ape or whatever he said. That's that right away.
3: I like that they made it look more like the old Kong movies, where he kind of stands upright instead of like the Peter Jackson one, where he looks like a giant gorilla.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, and I like all King Kong uh, iterations. So, well, the original Peter Jackson's, and this looks good. Uh, Son of Kong, no. And all that bumbo-jumbo from like, the 70s do I don't like. Um, I thought the worst thing, and it wasn't necessarily like, an announcement, it was just not enough from Marvel. So they made some big announcements. Brie Larson, awesome. Super excited about it. The, they described the Thor documentary. I'd love to see it. But the one that hurts me the most is I really, really wanted a Guardians Garden of the Galaxy 2 trailer, and there wasn't anything for us. And I get it, we're not there, but pre- previous years of sending Comic Con has proven that it doesn't bring money in, so it doesn't really matter. That's why Marvel didn't even go last year. They had their own thing going on, they're like, this doesn't bring money, we don't we really need to do it. But they came this year. But it doesn't print money for the companies, so why not release it to the public? I don't understand it. Like, I'll read that shit all day long. I read it four times because I'm so excited. But that's all I want is a goddamn Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer. (laughs) I'm getting pissed. And you didn't get it. No. I'm sorry. I love you, James Gunn, but come on. Fuck.
2: (laughs) All right. So um, I'm going to start Jamar off with this question because he kind of brought it up that he gets pissed off about stuff like this. So um, what are, like, the pros and cons of, like, kind of the exclusive, like, toys or figures that they have come out and like also the pros and cons of them doing like exclusive announcements at this uh at this comic-con like what said it doesn't really draw any of them any money so so why hold it for something like that so um what, what do you think what do you think about that uh well i had a mild rat like I've seen some
4: things that I kind of want and just can't get it unless you know somebody that's there. Or And you're kind of like an asshole if you know someone that's there and, like, ask them to grab something because it's not even, like, super easy to get from what I have hear at these conventions. You have to, like, wait in line forever to get these things. And it just kind of seems like, I don't know. Basically, this is my biggest problem, is it, like, I hate consumerism, like, in these type of shows, because it's supposed to be about, like, us being all nerdy and excited about these things, and then it's just like, hey, we have this exclusive toy that's at this hall that you have to get to to get it. And then if you don't get there in time, you, you don't get it ever. Um, And then you have fucking people who are assholes, or it's like, hey, I'm gonna buy this for $20, and then sell it for fucking $100, just because no one else can buy it. So... There's really, I don't see a pro to it at all. I don't see a pro. I don't see a Unless you're it one of the people to... that wants to make money off of it. Right. Unless you're like an adslow scalper that just wants to make money, then there's no pro at all to having exclusive to Well,
1: I mean, I, I had a friend. So, personal story. We went to D23, which is a Disney convention. It's held every two years. They have tons of exclusive merchandise that's only a lot, like, only released there. Like, to the point where you have to wait like three hours in line to get into the Disney store they have on the floor and then shop and then you know you get out I had a friend who went with us and he literally bought so much shit that he was able to pay for his entire trip which involved like us being there a week and going to disneyland and everything like that he paid for all of it with the profits he made from that shit so like he didn't want to make a profit from it he wanted to make back what he spent there and he did because like it's expensive to get into that con it's expensive to do like the sorcerer's pass is what they they call it hotel and everything was all covered for him because he went and bought shit so like there's that aspect of it too but yeah like overall the exclusives at cons and shit are getting a little ridiculous like there's stuff that makes sense to have a couple out on exclusive Um, I'm more of a like an addition type to have like I think Mike and I were talking like there's a, a Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War coming out, and they did a a, a release that wasn't just at Comic Con, but it was a summer convention exclusive kind of release. And one of them has a, you know, the head of the, the Locust, and one doesn't, or something like that. We were trying to figure it out. You're you're muted, Mike. But
3: um, <laughs> how am I muted? Am I muted I now? No. Nope. Uh, you were what are saying. What the fuck? <laughs> we
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I thought. That explains why
3: that. no one's heard me for the past like ten
1: minutes. I've like interrupted a couple times. Um, I'm okay, with no, that.
3: one of them has a gold lancer, one doesn't. They both have the set. Okay, All
1: right, so like the, the the lancer and stuff. Like I get that they they should do different versions because there's especially with pops. There, there's a couple of pops. Like Mike knows the paint on this one that came out that we both <laughs> wanted that were at the con and there's no way to even get those again and that's kinda of bullshit, you know, like release a different version or a different pose or something. Like so just the straight I mean technically the one
3: stuff. we want, they did release
0: a different pose.
1: Yeah, I guess theoretically, but
0: also I, kind I mean of it was
3: so still cool. a Disney fucking exclusive, but
0: <laughs> let's let's just all agree that exclusive Figures and exclusive toys are fucking stupid.
4: I disagree. Absolutely don't.
0: Well, well, don't think about it. Some people are huge fans, and they can't either, A, afford to go because, you know, we're adults and we got to work, right? Or, B, the tickets sell out really fucking quick. Like, the Comic-Con tickets this year sold out in less than an hour, and I'm not sitting on the computer like, oh, they're coming out this year. Get my Cheetos dust off me. (laughs) like. I don't have time to do
4: that well, shit. Why does he order tickets like that? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe can got tickets me. because he doesn't yeah. know how to hit his keyboard right. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, like, like, that's a good that. point though. It's a really good point. It's true. Like, like you, it just it, it cuts off a certain part of your audience just because they're not either fast enough to get there or live near San Diego. Like that shit would be expensive for us to fucking go out there. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: realistically, without that stuff the amount of people that would go to San Diego or to like the big cons like that in New York would drop dramatically because, yeah, it's cool to be there and witness really? all the stuff that they announced, but realistically, who gives a shit if I can watch it on my TV on YouTube at the exact same time? Yeah. Well, like, why would I want to sit in a hall that's closed off of a bunch of sweaty, smelly cosplayers? Whoa. For- or however, because,
0: long. because, you're, in because you're in front of the st- like, actors, yeah, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, sure. yeah, you're in mean, front of the stuff. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, spending
3: all that money just for that—I mean, yeah, maybe if oh. you're lucky enough to get autographs and stuff. But it's just it, without those exclusives, it, it takes so much away from the con because you don't have that experience. So
0: what you're saying is, someone released a Power Rangers exclusive. It's two hundred dollars. Like, oh my god, I got to get that. Let me spend eighteen hundred dollars to go out there to buy this two hundred dollar toy.
3: But here's the joke on you: no one would buy it because the Power Rangers look like shit now.
4: 1990 Power Rangers. Ooh, like what if it was like a yeah? That's true.
3: I mean, for, for example, how about the NECA video game turtles?
4: Yeah.
0: Hey, I I love them. I won't buy them because I always love them. I can't get them.
3: I mean, you can on eBay. You just have to wait probably a month for the hype to go down. People will sell them for less because they aren't selling. Oh,
0: they're that's that not that
3: difficult they're not no they're like people are trying to get 300 bucks for them because they were 100 bucks each and no one's buying them because they're like why would i pay triple um they're cool but they're not that cool
4: uh so then does that really boost the like the excitement to go to the con I, I just feel like if you're going to the com if you're going to san diego comic-con the last thing i would think is like oh my god the only reason i'm going is so i can buy an exclusive toy it would just be to be able to be around like other people like me who are nerdy and see. i don't like people all that
1: but the big thing too is is how many. I actively, I don't like. I actively avoid people, so it doesn't do me any. It, oh. It's not being around the people. So there's so much art that you can buy, and like you can go and get a drawing from or a sketch from some of the biggest names in comics right now, like, and that's better than an exclusive. Like to me personally, that would be better. I agree. On if, that. if Mike Manola was there, and I could walk up to him and pay him fifty fucking bucks, and he could do a personalized like. Just that's quick a sketch, be 50 bucks. What, whatever, like a sketch of Hellboy and sign it and put my name on it. Dude, That that's more that's more personal and better, in my opinion, than a $300 figure. Like, I would pay $300 for that sketch over a $300, you know, exclusive figure that everyone's trying to get. And, and that's okay. what Comic-Con is, is going and getting that personal face-to-face with your favorite comic creators. Like, that's what it should be. And then movies move on. And now you can get face and face face to face time with your favorite actors and stuff beyond just the comics. But that's what it's for. It's for the creators and fans to come together somewhere. It's not about merchandising. Like that that might be a big part of it now. But if that went away next year, if they said no no exclusives whatsoever, that shit would still be jam packed. Well, here here's the
3: thing, okay, from a business standpoint, for all of the, the different companies like well, we'll take NECA, for example, because they had the one that we all wanted but uh, have to hold out for. Um, they go and they show off all the new stuff they're doing. And if people just go and look at it, it's like, okay, that's cool, and they move on. But you cannot have something there that they, they get excited for cause like, oh, it's exclusive to here. I can get this, and it's special because it makes it more special that because I was able to come here, I got something more out of it than just the experience. It's something I can take home with me and it just adds to that and on top of that it don't. also drives their business because it, 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 they it can't adds. make those kind of quality figures to release it like toys r us because they're more expensive there like all of the like even funko they charge 15 20 for their pops there that are exclusive compared to the normal like 899 price tag like they they make it so they ha- can have a higher budget for the quality of figure and oh. still be able to sell out and make their money without it being like, oh, we're never going to do this again because nobody bought it. Because that happens so many toy lines, like the old DC toy line, the DC Universe, Fantastic Figures. They did so many characters, but nobody bought them, so it just died and turned to shit. So it's
4: so you're saying yeah, if it was only if it was exclusive at San Diego Comic Con, they would still be making toys then. What? Because you're like you're saying, no, I'm saying the
0: example
3: is that they can make stuff that normally wouldn't sell at retail, and they make enough money off it that they'll continue making things. Well, and you so don't think saying, those like, oh, turtles would have run.
4: sold at retail? Not for that price. What? I would have drove to tar- like I would have went to Target, Toys yeah. right away to go get them i buy in in them for bucks right now. Two right? People in this
3: group have done that, but to your average person who's like, those are really cool, but I'm not spending a hundred dollars on them. I'll wait to see if they go on clearance.
0: God damn it, Mike. When the Vito Clarence? Clarence. Why is
3: he
4: selling toys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I'm not gonna like get you know get into a heated argument, but I completely disagree with it's this is like family fight. Well, no, I'm just saying, I don't want to, like, you know, take up a whole bunch of time of arguing about, like, how stores work and retail and all that <laughs> shit. But, like, if they're selling a toy for $100 and that's how much they're going to make, that's because they're making more margin off of it. If Toys R Us sells it for more money, so say Toys R Us sells it for $150, that's because Toys R Us is going to make a little bit added margin off of that. The toy company is still making the same amount of money. But it's going to Target because they have to pay for the order of the back stock and everything as well. The thing
3: Dude. that you don't understand about the distribution is they have the opportunity at some point they can send back any like leftovers and get... a don't
2: have leftovers. They still have to put, shall shall be to be put that money if up. If you so go
3: though. into Toys R Us, you know how often the NECA aisle is just because constantly clearance cool, out? Because ones. <laughs> That's the point. So what you're saying is because you think it's the coolest shit ever...
4: No, it's, it's because the, it's if it's things that were like actually like hev- heavily sought after, they could just show them off at San Diego Comic Con and be like, "Hey, these are our exclusive toys for this conference. They're going to be available at Toys R Us all over the, the country. Boom!" But think they'll
3: from, sell like, out. From a company standpoint, guaranteed sales because people, are, you're going to have two, you're going to have the diehard fans who are like, "Oh my god, this is the greatest thing ever," and then you have the scalpers who think they're going to make a buck off it. you are guaranteed to sell out of them compared to you might be able to sell quite a few which from a business standpoint are you going to choose mike mike okay
1: what 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 do you think they sold more funko what do you think they sold more of this weekend the pops that they released out into the wild like the doctor strange with the rune that was exclusive to gamestop do you think they sold more of those nationwide in one day or the indiana jones that they had on the sale floor Indiana Jones. No, I guarantee how? you they sold more Doctor Strange's because I guarantee how... they didn't because most GameStops only got two. Yeah, exactly. How many fu- There's what, 3,000 GameStops in the United States? That's 6,000. You
3: think oh, yeah, they but had compared 6, to a normal a release,
1: release. Normal releases, they send like a
3: fucking case. But we're not comparing it to a normal release. We're yeah, comparing we're, it to. That, that was my whole
4: argument, was the exclusive release versus like a normal retail release. No, no we're his saying his... take those exclusive releases and instead of selling them only in San Diego, sell them across the United States and they would, they sell, would sell more. Out. They, they wouldn't though. Yeah. The only,
0: the only most of like them get hurt sell out at,
3: because they're so much more expensive. Because people think they can make money off them.
0: The only people that get hurt here, Mike, are the real fans, and that's what pisses me off. And that's why I think they're the worst fucking idea.
1: Dude, like, so, Mike, so you, so you, you,
3: the reason you hate it is that you're butt hurt, You have to pay more for it. Because no, I
0: just it. I won't buy it because they did that yeah, shit. And the only reason you like it,
1: Mike, is because you end up making money half the time on shit like this. <laughs> not my fault that I. So you're the asshole scalper. Yeah. I'll do it. I don't give a
3: shit. Hell, when I go to New York, I, I have a few things I'm going to pick up for myself. Everything else is going to pay for the
4: trip. I hope, like, you get flagged on eBay. <laughs> I'm going to go in and just downstart you. Company. How are you
3: going to get flagged on eBay?
4: I don't know. I'm just going to say you sell fake shit. I really hope Mark <laughs> Hamill's there and he diddles your butthole.
3: <laughs> I mean, he diddled my
4: wallet with that shitty movie, so why not? <laughs> well, and that was an exclusive, but you still want to go see it,
2: right? The the new diddle count. Was that an exclusive?
4: It was exclusive in theaters. Yeah, diddle count was an exclusive. Yeah, we got to watch it earlier. No, we didn't. didn't. Jason day fucking of,
0: downloaded it. it we could have watched
4: of, it. If it did was the video. day of. TV release. Yeah. Either way, exclusive toys suck. You mad, bro? Um, <laughs> all right. They just didn't get my money. That's
2: so right. let's start with Jake with this next question because you've probably been to a few a few cons. I've never personally been to one, so I guess you guys can let me know what what's the I guess what's the most uh, like the best part of going to a con for you? What's the most exciting thing? What 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 gets you going back?
1: Uh, well, every time I go, like I I really liked the just the feeling you get when you're there. You know, like like I said, I went to D twenty three. Um, and I've been to the Phoenix Comic Con a couple of years and stuff. You, it just, it's just like Jamar said earlier, it's, it's just so cool to be around people that, you know, are just as passionate about something as you are. Like I'm not there to make friends or anything like that. And I generally don't talk to people when I'm there. Like I walk around with my small group and just like, like, Oh, that's a really cool costume. Well, oh, that's a really cool costume. Like, Oh, how long did it take for this, this, this. And like, then again, then I'll go and find the creators that I want to talk to. And like, I, At one of the Phoenix Comic-Cons, like, I went up to Richard Cadry, who's one of my favorite, like, fiction authors, got him to sign his new book, and I talked to him for, like, 15 minutes. Like, that, that right there is super fucking cool. And granted, he does book tools, book tours outside of Comic-Con, so, like, you could probably track him down outside of Comic-Con, but why not go when there's extra stuff there, too? You know, and generally, sometimes the price kind of turns me off of the whole thing, but... I always change my mind once I'm there, and especially if you decide to cosplay when you're there, that kind of makes it a little bit more fun. Like it just, I don't know, it lets you be something. Depends different. on what
3: time of year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like going to a Halloween like, party and not dressing up, like you yeah. almost have to.
1: Well, like I, I don't know why Phoenix always decides to have theirs in fucking June. Like, are you f- retarded? I mean, is it ever uh, not hot in Phoenix? Oh, dude, we have like nine solid good months out of the year that are great. To define great, because yeah, I like I feel like if you degrees. say, like, "Fuck <laughs> that noise." No, like like nine months out of the year are between like sixty and eighty. So basically, you have our summer.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to. I have never had. To, I have never had to shovel heat out of my driveway to get to work.
2: So.
0: Yeah, but you got to live in it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> never <had to> sho- <laughs> I'd, much, shovel,
0: I'd much rather have snow than heat. Yeah. Right.
2: You probably, probably had to
0: wipe off some. I can only get so naked. It's easier to warm myself up than cool myself down.
2: That is very true. All right. Well, so about you? Have you been to any cons? What do you, what do you like? I about think them?
0: the most exciting part about cons is watching companies lose out on hundreds of thousands of dollars and more sales because they produce a small amount of exclusive toys that they don't really slip <laughs> up. <the> <laughs> My God, do you need a tampon for that? I mean, <laughs>
3: like... Um.
0: No, I'd say the, the. I think my favorite thing about cons is, uh, first off, I do love original art. Whenever I see it, you know, a random artist, I don't even know who they are. I dig through their art and see if there's any turtles art in there, and I find some really <laughs> cool shit, and uh, that, that's exciting. And another one is the, the thrill of the chase. So obviously, we all collect shit. Except, I don't know if you collect anything, Jason, except spores, molds, and fungus. But I right, old people smell and wrestling <laughs> figures. Um, used to. So I'm not like yeah, he diddles
3: Chris Jericho at night. <sighs>
0: I'm not a huge fan of buying stuff online. because I feel like it it, it kills the, like the thrill of finding something. Like I I loved being a child going to like a garage sale and be like, oh my god, look what I found, Dad! Like my, my dad and I once found uh, X Men number two for 25 cents. Fucking awesome, right? We had that for many years until he sold it. But <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> 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 you just say he sold it <laughs> for garage the, <laughs> <right laughs> the screen right now? So. <laughs> But sometimes you gotta pay rent. But going in and digging through different, you know, back issue bins and finding something that you don't have that you know you never find at any local comic shop is just super exciting. And I think that's the best part about going to cons. Yeah. I
4: mean,
2: right, oh. Cool. Um. Man, go ahead. Yeah. Jake, yeah. I've... Did you have something you want to say? Oh yeah, I was
1: just gonna add. Like, there's definitely a lot of times where you walk like on the floor of cons. There's gonna be so many vendors that you've never even heard of doing so many things that you've never seen before. And just merchandise that you're like, oh, I never thought about doing this. And then you buy it, and then now you have a new thing that you like. Um, Or you find a a toy store that you never knew about that's in your area, and then you can go to that store later. Um, Or, you know, you're walking around that booth, and you find a a a very, very exclusive Hellboy action figure that's signed by Del Toro and Mike Manola and Ron Perlman, and you almost... Drop four hundred dollars on it. <laughs> yeah,
0: like and the last one I was at, I got this awesome Leonardo art that this guy trims out pictures from magazines and newspapers, and he makes figures out of it based on colors. And like, so there's this is picture of Leonardo standing there, and there's Batman in there, and there's like all these all all these pictures in there. It's really cool. I'm
2: about that, that's it. All right, what about you, Jamar? I don't
4: know. I haven't been to cons. You haven't been,
0: been to a con? Been... No, oh.
4: not really. Well, what what would gonna... you
2: What would you want to see if you want to own?
4: Um, I don't know, I guess I'm not as, like, cool and as nerdy as you guys. If I went to a conference, <laughs> it would have been, um, I, I don't know. So like i the guy with an entire
3: wall so dedicated well, to Turtles behind him. I'm I not mean, as nerdy this, as there's you guys. I, would
4: like to go to. I mean, if I, like, really broke it down as far as, like, my, my life laundering, and this is going to probably make, uh, Jake over here puke, but, like, I'd like to go, I'm going con, I'm just taking the term conference off of there, because it is a conference, but it's a developer conference the at convention. Apple. It's, like, every year. It's for convention. Uh, all right, well, I just went to the conference, so that would be the only thing that I would like to attend, where get there's you, like a your, bunch of people together. go. your lame-ass technology um, conferences out of here. Yeah, because tech is so lame. But um, I don't know. I mean, I would like to go to more local cons and stuff. I just never know when they are, and then when I do know it's too late, I can't get off of work and stuff. But just, I don't know. It's cool, I guess. November, I, November I was, 5th. You're going with me. That sounds cool. You're I was gonna say, it.
1: like, if if you're like, Oh, I'm just not really into that con, I'm like, you know if they announced like a turtle con and it was just all the oh, other ninja one, turtle
4: stuff. Yeah. We didn't I we Jamal wouldn't to know about it is the,
1: the problem, problem. until
4: like the week of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I, I wasn't able able to like do it months ahead because like the way scheduling stuff works in my job. So Back I almost <laughs> I
0: almost bought tickets to the Sherlock Con that was this year, but I didn't. It was in London. I was gonna, totally gonna go to that. What? Yeah, dude, it was gonna be awesome.
3: Must be nice having that barista money. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, Mike. What about you?
3: There's so many things. Um, like Jake said, I like going and meeting like the the artists for like a lot of the comic books and stuff, and and even actors and stuff. Like I've met Stephen Amell, I've met Karen uh, Gillan, I've met um, Kevin Conroy. Um, I, lo- I love going and finding random like action figures and stuff that you don't find at like Toys R Us, whether it's an awesome exclusive that you can't get anywhere else, or if it's uh, just something that's like hard to find or hasn't been around for a while, and like even like your local comic book shops don't have it, but you can get it online for the same price you're going to pay at the con, but it's more exciting when you see it in person than a picture, and you have to hope it doesn't show up all fucked up, or not
4: the real thing um so you just admitted that you sell fake things on ebay i'm just going on the record here go ahead how did
3: i admit that in any way shape or form
4: no, i just mentioned selling fake things so keep going <laughs> i
3: didn't mention selling them i mentioned
4: buying them uh, it sounds like you're selling fake shit. things yeah it exactly
3: get it, it right it. <laughs> um two star rating I hate you so much. <laughs> I hope that if they make a TurtleCon, you don't find out in time. Um, <laughs> it already happened. It did. <laughs> uh, I hope it happened. I, I, I like cosplay. It just it gets way too hot. Like I, I wore my Green Arrow costume to meet Stephen Amell, and I I was a fucking hot tub time machine in my fucking pleather pants. <laughs> it was miserable. Because apparently it's like 102 degrees in Philly in summer, and we had to walk from the uh, we had to walk from my car, which was parked in the parking garage, because the hotel that was connected to the convention center didn't have their own parking garage. And in the two-block walk, I just was drenched, and I can't imagine that I smelled very pretty for him when I got up, uh, to the front of the line.
0: That's why it wasn't on our podcast, Mike, damn it. It
3: was. Yeah, it wasn't because we were like no bites, it's because he's like, Man, is that that motherfucker with the stinky ass swamp ass? He had the green suit <laughs> on just looking like shit. It looked like he pissed himself there was so much sweat. I um, thought he was
1: playing the I thought he was cosplaying playing the hobo ragman.
0: arrow. <laughs> to-
1: like, what the fuck? By the way.
0: His bag's full of toys, he's gonna scalp because he's a dick. I'm not gonna be on this podcast. Yeah, yeah so we were out
2: We'll go around real quick. Unfortunately, we're going to have to pause Jamar for this question since he's never been to one. But what was your favorite con you've been to, Mike?
3: Um, shit, that—that's the one I've enjoyed the most would probably be uh, Wizard World Chicago because um, I, I had a lot more time to spend and I wasn't miserable and sweaty um, because it wasn't in the middle of summer. And it just—it seemed a lot bigger than Philly did, even though it's the same fucking company. Uh, I, I just think the convention center was a lot more, like, a lot, the layout was better. Um, the, the downside is, like, to meet anybody cool, you better be prepared to just take a pounding to the wallet because it, you're not getting out for, like, less than, like, 70 bucks per person just for autographs, and that's not including if you want to get a picture with them.
2: What? Yeah, it's
3: expensive, dude. Like, Unless it's someone who hasn't been around for a while and is just kind of doing it for fun or because they need some extra cash. Any of like, the, the top build people, they're expensive as fuck.
4: Uh, Steven Amell could have sucked a dick. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, man. If he would have said $70 for a pitcher... Mm, JK, I bought the VIP package. Oh, guys, you got to sit on his lap, didn't you? I <laughs> hey, fucking Santa Claus, dude! I he would have really hated me
3: then with that swamp ass For underneath.
4: <laughs> For seventy dollars, I would have stood up in his entire you, leg with like, a
3: drenched knee yeah, and like, yeah, but what he wouldn't know. Fuck?
1: But but he wouldn't know that it was from your swamp ass. He'd probably think it was from your gushing vagina. Well, I mean, <laughs> have you seen it with his shirt off? I mean, this is.
2: Oh god! <laughs> oh. Nice job, Jake. good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Wes. What um, about you? You could um, like Mike would have a different answer, so
0: dude. I, I, knew, I knew it wouldn't be this answer because we've been to a Comic-Con together, yeah. and it, it's actually my favorite one, and I was like, uh, 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 but no, it wasn't. Well, Sorry. So the best, I've never been to like a big legit con, like I've never been to New York Con or anywhere in Chicago. I've been to Akron Comic-Con, which is like the size of my thumbnail, I'm usually full of trash. Um, uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, so which accurate. we're going to, by the way, November 5th, tomorrow we're going to go. Um All right. <laughs> So I've never been to a huge, big, legit one. So the best one I've been to was at Steel City Comic Con. The, um, the, there's a reason why it's the best, but it was in Monroeville, Ohio. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Pennsylvania. Monroeville, Pennsylvania. Um, so first off, they had a Ninja Turtles booth there that was super cool. It was nothing but turtles, so I bought all that shit. I spent a ton of money there. And then they had a bunch of like random no-name celebrities. pretty sure Ernie Hudson was going to be there, but it was the next day. So I was like, oh, fuck this place. But like, there were some Power Rangers there, and I was like, oh, my God celebrities! and But I didn't go get a picture. I just took pictures from the side. Well, you Um, didn't
3: have to because there was no line. They were sitting there
0: bored. (laughs) Yeah, I took all my pictures from the side. But the reason I think it's my favorite con isn't even because of the con. It's because it was in fucking Monroeville, Pennsylvania where they used the mall for the original Dawn of the Dead. And I flipped my shit once I found that mall and we stopped on our way home. I was like, we're going to this mall. And I walked around with the biggest fucking smile on my face taking pictures. And at one point, I was like, oh my god, Mike, this is where this happened. And I was taking pictures, and it was where like, a little playground is, and there's a bunch of kids. And Mike's like, why are you taking pictures of children? <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is amazing. And So that was the best con, because I'm a huge, huge fucking horror fan, and Down of the Dead was one of my favorite films since I was a child. And I flipped my shit at that mall.
3: All right. just, like, hey. just for the record, we really didn't have to hunt for it. It's literally right behind the like old store that they use for this convention
0: i was driving i was like oh my god God. all
1: right
2: jake what Um, about you
1: um so i mean I've, i've been to both ends of the spectrum i've been to like super super small cons and there's some great ones um and then i've been to one of the largest in the country which is the d23 that i talked about earlier the disney one and that i mean that was amazing on its own but they both have different merits you know so like they're both my favorites for different reasons so you have d23 on the larger scale and then i really like as small as it is it's one called mad monster and they have two a year one in charlotte and one in arizona and wes would fucking lose his mind at these because it's all horror like it's just straight horror based and they have some celebrity like George Romero was there, and you could walk right up oh. to him because hardly anybody else was there, and you could just chit chat with him. Uh, I got a photo with Malcolm McDowell, uh, and I lost oh, my awesome. shit. You know, there's yeah, we I literally like almost brushed shoulders with Danny Trejo, and I didn't realize it was him because he's like this fucking tall. Like he's like this tall <laughs> walking by me. Like the dude's t- like he's short. Like he's I don't want to call him tiny because he's he's wide, but he's short. I didn't even realize it was him, and then. You know, I turn around, and on his the back of his shirt, it says, yeah, I'm Danny fucking Trejo on the back of it. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, um, and then Lori Petty was... Like, there's super cool celebrities that, like, if you're into that scene, it's a lot of the older movies. They had um, some crazy people. Like, the not last year, but the year before, they had the dude who played Eddie Munster, you know, and I thought that was really, really cool. Um, Sid Haig is there, like, all the time. But, you know, just... It was really fun just to, like, walk around this super specialized con of, like, classic horror almost and see, like, DVDs that they don't even make anymore, you know, and art prints that you wouldn't see other places and cool shit everywhere. And then on the other side, you have D23 where you are surrounded by so much shit I felt overwhelmed. Like, I almost... Ha- I don't get panic attacks, and I almost had a panic attack walking into that convention center because there was so much to do. And we we were there for, I believe, three days, and I still feel like I didn't do everything that was there. um, Or see everything that was there. Mostly because their panels got fucking filled up super fast. But, you know, I did get to go to the Disney Interactive panel, which, Rip, was the very last one ever. <laughs> so there was that, which I can kind of put up there, but... Yeah, I saw John Boyega from, like, a 1,000 feet away, which is pretty cool. <laughs> there's a... Star
0: Wars came out. In, in Ohio, there's two horror conventions I've always wanted to go to, but I've never been able to, because who wants to go to that alone? And there's a horror hound in Cincinnati, which I've always wanted to go to, which is huge. And there's Cinema Wasteland in Cleveland. But side note, Danny Trejo from com, 5 feet, 5 inches. That's super short.
2: Yeah, that's kind of... Weird, almost. I would never have guessed that. No, no,
0: not
2: they at make, all. They make him look so huge in, in his movies. Like, you would think he's, like, 6'2, six, 6'3. Six, six, I feel
3: good for the cameraman who has to, like, hunch down to, like, make him look tall. Right. No, he
1: just stands on boxes, like,
2: Tom Cruise does.
0: <laughs> Tom Cruise has, like, stilettos.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, all right, we'll wrap this up. Um, so, Jamar's going to get another week off from having to read a really oh. fucked up story. So, uh,. <laughs> Because, fanboys and girls, it's our favorite time of the month. That's right, we're getting a visit from Creepy Uncle Mike. And he's got a peek inside his toy chest for another great prize.
0: Creepy Uncle Mike's toy chest. Hello. Alright,
2: kids.
3: (laughs) Uh, So, this month, because it's Comic-Con... It's going to have a Comic-Con-themed question. Um, really simple. Like this, this will take you 30 seconds of Googling, um, so don't be lazy, fuck. Um, w- the question is, when was the very first San Diego Comic-Con? And as always, I'll post it on both Twitter and our Facebook. Um, you have to, if you're on Facebook, you have to like our page and share it, or, or share the post, and answer the question in the comments. And Twitter, you just have to follow us, retweet the question and reply with an answer. Simple as that. You answer correctly, you get entered. Depending on how many people actually decide to participate, we will pull the name out of a hat and go from there and you win stuff and we send it to you and then you take pictures to make it so we can prove that we actually give you shit.
4: Do we have pictures from the last one?
3: Um no, cuz I just recently shipped uh Italian guys stuff. Oh, okay. So he'll be okay. getting his soon. Um and uh matt just hasn't sent any pictures
4: yet that's cool So
2: awesome. all right cool well thank you mike so we're going to end this show like we do every show with the first rule of the fanboy fight club podcast and that is you must talk about the fanboy fight club podcast um make sure that you tell your friends invite them to come watch it with you live on twitch Uh, let anybody know that you can download us on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, and pretty much any other place. We have our YouTube channel that you can check out, some of our exclusive content, like our React shows that we did for The Killing Joke and uh, Jamar and West did one for Ghostbusters. We got F uh fbfc plays where uh we have some gaming clips and uh, we also do a live stream on twitch sometimes where we play games so check out any of that content that we have going for us follow us on twitter at fbfc podcast um check out our website fanboyflightclub.com it links you to all the content that we have um you know pretty much it tell them about the shirt mike we also have shirts
3: Go to tspring.com slash fanboy club and get your official fanboy fight club shirt, where you can have our spread across your chest with Jake playing with one nipple and Jamar or Wes playing with the other. All
2: right.
1: <laughs> I thought Jamar was on one.
3: You know, whatever. No, Jamar's like like Wes is on one side and he's like groping Jamar a little bit, and then you're on the other side because always likes We, we you. actually he's we actually should you.
2: have actually should have the shirts next week to show everybody, or next week or the week after. So join us next week. Um, we should be on Monday at 9.30, which is our normal time, right? No other problems. Today's know, yeah, right. <laughs> we will yeah, you be guys talking are just about, wrong. We will be talking about Suicide Squad. Uh, so join us for that show. And I'm just going to leave you with a couple of questions. Uh, will Jake admit that a DC movie actually looks cool? Will Jamar <laughs> be disappointed by his Nick in a Box? Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 that, uh, that was
4: good. That was good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> will Mike untie the poor helpless woman from the railroad tracks before the train comes? Uh, will, <laughs> will West live happily ever after with the Blue Ranger? Find out the answers to all these questions <laughs> and more on next, next week's episode of the Fanboy Fight Club podcast. Good night, everybody.
1: Fuck you, Jason. I said Wonder Woman looks good.
2: <laughs> the answer to the question
1: is yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs>